0: This is Fomology. We are coming to you from two different spots today. We're coming to you from Ottawa, Illinois, and from River Falls, Wisconsin. Woot woot. Woot, I agree, <laughs> woot. Um,
1: Yay, technology.
0: Yeah, so uh, on, on today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, Ben Hur, at least uh, Nick's going to be quickly talking about that. Then Heller High Water and Kubo and the Two Strings. <laughs> Top 5. is going to be Top 5 Non-Traditional Animated Films. I do have a bit of news I want to talk about quick before we start going into our film reviews. Uh, The BBC Culture yesterday released their list of the top 100 films of the 21st century. So basically what that was was 177 critics from around the world were asked what their favorite movies were from the 21st century. They were each allowed 10 films, and I think the list itself is pretty interesting. Uh, I would like to quickly point out, for my benefit, that WALL-E is number 29 on this list.
2: Which one was that?
0: Wally was number twenty
2: nine. Wally was twenty
0: nine. Yep, and Interstellar is not on
3: the list. That's that's mighty jazz. Oh my gosh, they messed up this list <laughs> real bad. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't. You should read off the top, ten. like ten. Top really ten like, for the right, for uh, the uh, audience.
0: Do you have the ten, list up. All right, I'll, yeah, I have the list up. So I'll start with number ten. Number ten is "No Country for Old Men." Yeah. Okay. Number nine is "A Separation." Number eight okay. is, ye yee, a, a one and a two.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: Number seven, the Tree of Life. Number
2: really? <laughs> take that, you mm. malakaters! Wow. Number
0: six, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
3: I, I to agree. watch it.
0: Number five, Boyhood. Number oh, four, cool. Spirited Away. Number three, okay. There Will Be Blood. Yes. Number two, in the mood for love, and number one, Mulholland Drive. Interesting. Which really. I I keep seeing popping up on a whole bunch of people's best of lists, and I don't <sighs> like the movie.
2: Yeah, is that the David Lynch one? Yeah,
0: it's the David Lynch, and okay, it's very I just, haven't
2: seen that one. It's yet. very
0: surreal and very to me trippy. Apparently, a lot of people love it, but
3: I I don't know. Was Birdman on
0: that list? Um... T- 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 I'm not seeing it
1: so far. It's not in the top 50. Really? Yeah.
3: Keep so Wally beat out Birdman. Oh, yeah. Wally, Under the Skin. The the road.
1: <laughs> Carol. Oh, Spring Breakers. Ew.
3: Why Seriously? on there? Yeah. Wow. I mean I'm
1: just reading off random ones that I'm seeing as he's scrolling. And no, Birdman's not on the list.
3: <sighs> really. Carol and Springbreakers well, and Wally. <laughs> beat well,
1: Nick's really hung up on Wally. <laughs> I
0: love that Wally got some love. It's not just, just surprising. Me.
2: Can we say that I'm so happy that we got Tree of Life, No Country Filled Men, and There Will Be Blood in the Top Ten? Those are all fantastic movies that sometimes get overlooked by the general populace.
0: Yeah, I mean, th- this this isn't a list that I'm going to overly give to anybody. I'm not going to give this to like my family. Megan, I wouldn't give it to your family because they'd scoff at the list because <laughs> it has Scof, scoff, scoff. it has movies that they've never heard of. But yeah, I mean, Tyler, Mad Max, Fury Road's number nineteen. Sweet. It's The Social Network, twenty-seven. Dark Knight, okay. thirty-three. Inside Out, forty-one. Twelve Years a Slave, forty-four. I mean, there's a lot of great films mm-hmm. on the list. Brooklyn, number forty-eight.
2: Yes. And it's it's a it's a good mix. Like you know, it's not always movies meant for the general populace, but it's also not that really. Obscure. Under, under underground indie film these are still films that people heard of and they get academy award nominations, it, it,
0: it's, it's like. not these movies that are going to be playing at the facets in Chicago which I was looking at earlier and they play films for like a week and then they just vanish and I can never find them again so <laughs> yeah I mean the, the whole list is going to be up on the website check it out uh, com. it's going to be under the blog section with uh, some thoughts that I have on the list so that's going to be up there Uh, But other than that, let's jump into reviews. Nick, do you want to talk about uh, Ben-Hur for
3: a bit? Yes, please. Ben-Hur. Okay, so on my website, I reviewed Ben-Hur in two different ways. Um, I reviewed it from somebody who had not seen any of the originals. That means either the short film, the the original Ben-Hur, or the silent black and white one or the one that I was comparing it to, which in my opinion is the best one uh, by far, the 1959 Charlton Heston Ben-Hur. Um, so that was almost made 60 years ago and a lot of people probably haven't seen it. So I felt a lot of people who haven't even heard of Ben-Hur, um, I felt like they might enjoy the movie um, because you know it does have some decent action scenes, um, the acting is okay, the plot, Ben-Hur, I believe, has one of the greatest plots in history. So, for people who haven't seen any of the Ben-Hurs, I feel like they would have enjoyed the movie a lot better. However, uh, for the people who have, um, such as myself, um, this movie, it uh, wasn't even close um, to the the epicness and the grandeur of um, the 59 version. It didn't have nearly the amount of heart, or the emotion. This movie, they rewrote a, different, a lot of different things, and they changed the storyline quite a bit. Uh, they cut out a, a little over an hour from uh, the 59 version, and a lot of the stuff they cut out really needed to be in the film, um, because it adds a lot. And they either just didn't want to focus on that, or they just didn't make enough time for it. And it really suffered a lot. Um, So for me, it just didn't even compare um, to the original. Uh, But for people who haven't seen it, like I said, I feel like they will like it. There was this one scene, however, that I really did enjoy. Um, It was uh, when Ben-Hur is in the galleys of the Roman ship um, during a battle scene. That scene was fantastically executed. And... um, did they uh they did this really cool kind of almost gopro like except it was done really well, which was surprising uh because a lot of the movie a lot of the movie suffers from a lot of poor editing um really choppiness uh really shaky shaky cam sometimes for the action uh but this scene was actually done fantastically well um and if they would have stuck with that type of filming throughout the entire movie um it could have been a lot better. But when you just compare it to the original, it just doesn't measure it up at all. So that's my thoughts. Okay, how was the uh,
2: that, that, like stylistic action of the movie? Because it is directed by, I think it's Tamir Bekabatov, who's a Russian director, who's. I think his most famous work is probably um,
0: wanted. You, is yeah, that the one? Yeah, wanted. Yeah, he directed Wanted. Yeah,
2: Wanted. He did also the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and he's always <laughs> kind of specialized in just having over the top stylistic action. Was it really there in Ben Hur, or was it kind of toned down a lot just to make it more of a realistic
3: story it was toned down um i mean when you compare it to like wanted um it was definitely toned down uh however i mean this was the main focus of the film it was focused to be almost an action movie um because i mean you do have a couple fight scenes and then you have you know the galley scene and then you have the chariot race so there there are action scenes however in the original ben-hur the movie actually had a couple different directors. They had a director for the movie parts, and they had a director for the chariot scene and the galley scene, um, who specialized in act um, action. So that wasn't the main focus of the original. Um, the main focus is almost to be like a spiritual drama in a way, because obviously you have you know the Jesus aspect, but it's also a journey of like self discovery and um, you know letting go of hatred and forgiveness and good themes such as that. Uh, But this movie, they kind of toned down those themes a little bit, and they try and focus more on the action movie. They tried to make it like a summer blockbuster, like an action film that the general public would enjoy. Okay. Um, So, yeah, it it was different. And Morgan Freeman and Dreads didn't save the movie for you? (laughs) (laughs) At at first, um, the Dreads, you kind of have to laugh at it. But uh, his character wasn't bad. Uh, I mean, it's Morgan Freeman. I don't think he can do anything bad, but it, it was a little goofy for sure. Okay, so what would you rate it? If you're comparing it to the original, it's a definite skip it. Just not to tarnish the the memory of the original Ben Hur. But if you haven't seen it, then I would say go see it because it is it is an okay movie. It's entertaining. There were some good action. The acting is okay, so I feel I feel like a lot of people will enjoy it. But like I said, it's just not nearly as good.
0: Well, then I will take that up. I've actually never seen the 1959 Ben Hur. Uh, the, oh, the running then you, time then of, you definitely
3: need to. Well, the ru- the running time of three and a half hours. Yeah, no, you definitely it's... have to separate a night for it uh, because it is it's it's a process to get through it. There's there's an intermission. There's two like ten minute. Uh, overtures to enter into the movie and then after the intermission so it's it's a process uh but it's it's definitely one that people should see
0: so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna do it the opposite way that you did then i'm gonna see this new ben Hur, and then i'll go back and look at the 1959 film and see what uh what i think of this uh new action
2: movie go for it so. I have to find a copy of it. Probably the library would have it. I'm guessing if, if it's not on Criterion, know. it's I don't think like it's a Criterion movie. No, but it's it's
0: not Criterion. criterion but at, at the the Falls Library, it should be in their Classics section.
2: Okay. We I just received word that Andy has been throwing up all morning, so that is why he cannot appear with us. He Andy, you're not supposed bucket. to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> you won't listen to this unless we make him.
0: All uh, right. Um. Uh, so. We're going to move on to Hell or High Water.
1: You may be hearing a lot of things about me and your uncle. Whatever I hear, I will not believe. No, you believe it. I did all of it.
0: Those banks loaned the least they could so they could swipe your mama's land. It's a big bank. <whistles> it's too big. That's what she said.
2: They took everything from your family. This is your chance to take you back. Honorable! Oh, Oh, paying them back with their own money.
0: Well, if that ain't Texan, I don't know what is.
1: You hear about these bank robberies? I may have one hunt left in me. <laughs>
2: it's a good thing it does. More down it. Every step of the way. They know exactly what they're doing. They're trying to raise
1: a certain amount, that's my guess. Think I got these boys figured. He's got no
3: record. He's never been arrested. He don't fit the bill, Marcus. <laughs>
1: oh! You wanna get us killed? That's not part of
3: the plan! Gotta be smart.
1: We're waste from being finished. <speaking in-> We're gonna need Swat up here. Get <speaking> back! <in-> these boys, they aren't done yet. A divorced dad and his ex-con brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their family's farm in West Texas.
0: So, this is the new... I think they're calling it a western, basically. Mm. Uh, film directed by David McKenzie, who uh, also directed Star, Starred Up with uh, Jack O'Connell, I believe. Which, a uh, great movie there. And this movie stars... Ben Foster, Chris Pine, and Jeff Bridges. Yeah, I was excited going in. I mean, the cast you got. Chris Pine, who Megan, I know, I think you and I agree. Uh, I think Nick, you agree as well. He's a likable presence on screen. Huh. <laughs> Great actor. You got Ben Foster, who's hit or miss with me. He's sometimes really over the top, and other times he's just fantastic to watch. And Jeff Bridges always gives a Movie, his best performance that he can. Yeah, this movie was overall great. I mean, you you have Chris Pine as this brother who is really doubting what they're doing, but he at the same time he needs it to survive. Right. This is, this this film, which something I liked about it, other than maybe the finale of the film, this film doesn't have to take place in Texas. No. I mean. Th- they chose Texas because they wanted to use that nice western setting with the cowboy hats and the uh, shit out at the end.
2: You yeah, know, Honestly, when you read the synopsis, it almost sounds like it could have been a low budget movie starring a bunch of country musicians. Yeah.
0: yeah th- th- this, <laughs> is, this, this is a low budget movie. It's like, not. North like...
2: Brooks and his brother Toby Keith <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah. to save the family farm.
0: I, I, Nick, I'm going to let you go. I, I know you have a lot more to say in this and you were a lot. You, know, you love the film, so I'll let you go.
3: I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I went into it just thinking it would be kind of more of an artsy film. And in a way it is. Um, But it is just a solid film all around. Starting with the fantastic acting that we've said. uh, Chris Pine I think is the best that he's ever been. Uh, Ben Foster was actually good. Um, He left a very sour taste in my mouth um, after uh, World of Warcraft. (laughs) Because <laughs> that movie was trash, so he he actually gave a good performance. It felt very kind of, or didn't feel like he did a he did a excellent job. Uh, my favorite role that he's done is in a Three Ten to Yuma, another western with uh, Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. So he did excellent, and then Jeff Bridges uh, was fantastic again. Um, so the acting was phenomenal. The story was fantastic. It felt very real uh, because this is an issue that so many people um, face on a daily situation and uh, it didn't at all feel far fetched. I mean, yeah, they're robbing banks, but desperate times calls for desperate measures and it just felt very authentic. Uh, So yeah, I, I loved it. And then the style of the directing, the cinematography, the wide panning shots that, you know, just followed the actors and kind of made this grand, this grand, large feel to it and uh i mean it was a smaller film i mean it didn't have this huge budget uh but they did so much with it and it was amazing uh i i loved it um not a lot of people will probably see it but it's a movie that uh a lot more should because it is very much deserving of it
0: yeah i mean the story is incredibly simplistic it's not going to go over the head of anybody who's out there, it's a very audience-friendly movie. It's, I felt, it's not like, it's not like. uh, I can't even think of a movie off the top of my head now. There will be blood. It's, <laughs> I just watched
2: that recently. So. I think that's an audience-friendly you movie. I love,
0: I love that movie. It's, it's, it's not like. Oh, no, I,
2: I love it, but I don't think it's for everyone.
0: It's not like the new uh, Werner Herzog documentary, Lo and Behold. It's not something like that. It's not something that's... It's not something that's going to overly expand your mind. It's going to just be very... For me, at least. Well, yes, this is something that is going on in America. It's something that's terrible. The recession has hit places of this country in terrible ways that we still haven't recovered from. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to go out and rob a bank myself because I'm low on cash.
2: I'm not desperate enough, Jonathan. Someday.
0: (laughs) Someday I'm going to be out there robbing banks. (laughs)
2: Someday. You'll order a Joker mask off the internet.
3: (laughs) It happens to everyone, man. I don't
2: know,
0: Megan, do you have anything to say about this? I I know... I I I was it was a late night for me so I had to actually get up and stand by the 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 stairs because I was falling asleep so I had to watch the movie standing for the last half hour which yeah and you were awake so do you have anything to say No
1: not really um I mean it was it was one of those movies that I was super excited for once I saw the trailer and it was purely because it's Chris Pine and Ben Foster and it was a different role for Chris Pine than what we've seen him in lately which was nice um I think he did a great job Jeff Bridges obviously does a great job um Foster was fine but he's still I don't know just kind of he's not hitting the right notes like he's he seems like he's trying to get into Decent roles, but he's just doing something to just throw it off just enough that it doesn't quite click. I liked him in Warcraft. I know I'm the one person out there in the world. But. <laughs> wow. He was fine in Warcraft, but I feel like I slept through Nobody most of his scenes Warcraft.
2: in
1: Warcraft. Yeah, settle down.
3: No, I the movie was garbage, Tyler.
2: <laughs>
1: you had passion. Little tidbit though, this is the second time that Foster and Pine were together in a movie in 2016. Yes. they were both in Finest Hours. Finest Hours back in January.
3: Yeah, and that yeah. was a good movie. It in really? which I don't remember Foster it was, was
1: also just kind of
2: oh yeah there. I see Rescue. Yeah. You
3: didn't see that one.
1: He was just kind of present. He didn't do a whole
2: lot for me <laughs> there but, either.
0: But in this movie, to me, at times he's a little distracting because of how over the top and crazy he is
1: see here's the thing though that's his character though that's the character and i know people like that because okay so this is gonna sound really ridiculous but i worked with a lot of recovering drug addicts and alcoholics who have that very same mindset of well i was in jail i learned this i'm gonna go do that now and i'm maybe not gonna get caught but if i do so be it (laughs) it is It's what it is it's the mindset of, I know I'm probably not going to succeed, but I'm going to try it anyway because it could benefit whatever.
3: <laughs> well, I feel like his character, he wasn't necessarily worried about getting caught. I think he already had accepted that life. I oh, mean, absolutely. I that mean, shootout, that shootout at the end proves it. It's just that he really saw what his brother was trying to do, and he wanted to maybe do one good thing in his life. And helping his brother... Do this and successfully do this so that his children might have a different life than they had. I, I don't know. I felt I felt that he did a great job for what his character was supposed to do. I, he, he's fine. <laughs>
0: uh, I, <laughs> you're not like uh, I'm just looking I have Chris Pine up right now instead of Ben Foster. <laughs>
2: uh. staring at pictures of Chris Pine on the internet, Jonathan. <laughs> what does it come to?
0: Ben Foster, but Ben Foster was great in Ain't the Body Saints*. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him in *Kill Your Darlings*. Do you yeah,
1: know? he was. Was, um, was he good? He was fine. I, do, I mean, I remember that he was in it. I don't really remember his performance because it was, it was overshadowed by, um, Everyone Radcliffe else. and, um, Dane DeHaan.
0: You know what? I, I look at his list. Did you guys see *The Punisher* in two thousand four? No. No. I think so. Yeah. Like that, that character who he plays in that movie is basically the same performance he's giving here, just minus uh, the piercings and the tattoos.
2: Okay. I just haven't wanted to go back and revisit The Punisher, so <laughs> I can't even think of him in that movie right now.
0: Uh, yeah, I grew up watching The Punisher, well, not that Punisher, but anyway, I, look, I, it's a great movie, great modern-day western cinematography, Nick, you said, is fantastic. Chris Pine gives a performance that just makes you want to see more from him because I think he does have such great range, from playing uh, this character here, from playing the character from Into the Woods, playing Captain Kirk. I mean, he, this guy has range, and he's just not getting the, the these big breakout roles, which is at least I don't think he is. I, no, you don't think Chris Pine? Is I don't her? think it's not not enough to be where
1: he's like a household name. He is absolutely a household name. He yeah, has he been is. a household name for ten years. So, so if I would, if
0: I, if
3: I, I, I would say he's the on the first fringe. since the first Star Trek movie.
2: Well, has. people okay, know who well, he is, but I think he's on the fringe of being that fully recognizable, famous. You know, possibly Academy Award nominated. Like he's on the fringe right there. He's popping up where most people know who he is, but he hasn't had. You know, necessarily the role to define him and his talent. And you can say Star Trek is, but Star Trek is so much more about the movie itself than his performance. Like, he hasn't had his standout moment, I don't think, like Matthew McConaughey had with, like, Interstellar or. Uh, Dallas
0: Myers Club, Tyler. Dallas Myers Club. That's what I was going to say next.
2: It's what I was going to say next.
0: One of those things came before the other.
2: Yeah, but one of them I like more than the other. <laughs>
1: Oh boys Uh,
0: Oh
2: boys I can
1: tell you
0: Let's put it this way If I asked your brother Megan Do you know who Chris Pine is Would would he tell me yes or no Yes I don't believe you I'll have to ask him later
1: (laughs) I'll find out
2: John's just gonna sneak around the house And be like hey Hey You know who Chris Pine is
1: (laughs) My mom probably even knows Who Chris Pine is
2: I'm doubting this. Um, you should you should do like a police lineup where you sit him down at a table and put a bunch of pictures in front of him, <laughs> and be like which one's Chris Pine? And they have oh to my, point it out. You
1: have to put the four pictures of the Chrises. Pratt, Pine, Evans, yeah. and Hemsworth. And like it, pick one you out. You got to play
2: the they're, lamp in their face <laughs> so that they can barely see.
0: I, I do want to tell a quick story about that. <laughs> I just, just, not to go on a huge tangent, but before I just started dating oh. Megan, I went on a date with somebody, and I brought these superhero cards with oh, me. Oh God! And I made her tell me. Who all the superheroes <laughs> were, and if were she you could, testing her, I was testing her. It. Well, it, it wasn't like a first date; it was it was wow, like a second or third date. And I was like, you "Who wa-
1: was this poor girl?" It's not important, but that poor girl.
3: If you get one wrong, we're done.
1: <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> there was
0: a one, and you're
3: paying d- for dinner.
1: <laughs> there, there, there was like
0: twenty of them, and if she got like five of them. There's room to work oh, with. Oh
3: boy!
2: <clears throat> wow. Sad. You just pull these obscure ones from, like, 1960s comics? <laughs> Who is that? No,
0: no it, was, it was like, it was, <laughs> I mean, they all had movies that were based on them. Oh. Speaking of superheroes, Chris Pine making his uh, big push with Wonder Woman coming out next year? Yep. Maybe. Uh, not I don't s- know
1: that that's going to be a defining role for him. It's going to be a defining role for Gal Gadot.
2: See, I'm not overly excited for that movie. Me there neither. There was a rumor going around a couple months ago where one of the one of the people working within the DC movies was just like everyone knows This movie's gonna be a flop. Everyone hates working here. You know, I'm out. And then the the studio was like, No, no, that is not the opinions of anyone here at the studio. We're all very happy to be working on this. But there's probably some truth there. We'll wait and see. There's, he was like going on about how they're making all the same mistakes over and over, which we've said before in our podcast. Yeah. And maybe there actually are tons of problems and they just don't want to talk about it. But I don't want to talk about it
1: anyway. I'm excited. (laughs) Let's move on to our ratings. Oh, ratings. See it. (laughs) Definitely see it. See it.
2: Three
1: for three. Yay,
3: Tyler. Go see it. I gotta find it first.
0: Isn't it playing at uh, Oakdale?
3: Yeah, is it playing at Oakdale? Uh, Not Oakdale. It's, uh, I don't, maybe in Oakdale. See, I don't want to drive into the cities though. Yeah, it's an uptown.
1: That's far away for Tyler.
0: It's at it's at the same
2: theater you saw. Hunt for the Wilder People. Or yep. close no,
0: no, 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 no!
1: That theater, the the, the...
0: So the one that's the two street, blocks away the from the Lagoon that one. and the
2: Uptown Theater are literally no, in. front of I thought
0: of it was playing place. at the Rosedale.
1: Oh, that's maybe.
0: That's not the cities.
1: <laughs> I don't know, I'm about. It to takes move, just so as I'm much, like Tyler. Just leave it. Too much money in <laughs> just <the laughs> just drop it right now. Like yeah, I know, I, I, I know, I know. Trust me, we saw this. We took. God, how long did it take us to drive the six-hour drive? It took us like eighteen hours to get down here because we stopped and watched Kubo and Anthropoid <laughs> and Hell or High Water on this drive down.
2: Did you just have like a U-Haul full of stuff and you just? We had it our, pretty no. Pretty this was mug.
1: the second trip. We oh, we brought the U-Haul okay. down on Monday. Monday. We went back up on Thursday night and came back on Saturday. And on Saturday we stopped in all of these places. A lot of driving. Yeah,
0: it wasn't under the way at least they were. All no
1: they were on the way but it was just we could have cut the drive in a third and it would have been great <sighs> alright Kubo cool. and the two strings
2: if you must blink do it now pay careful attention to everything you see No matter how unusual it may seem. If you look away, even for an instant, then our hero will surely perish. It's
1: time to follow my own path. My name is Kubo. This is my story.
2: Your magic is growing stronger. But when we grow stronger, the world grows more dangerous.
1: A young boy named Kubo must locate a magical suit of armor worn by his late father in order to defeat a vengeful spirit from the past. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the new uh, Laika film. Uh, Laika has also uh, produced such films like Coraline, The Box Trolls, and Paranorman. Mm-hmm. So this is their fourth film, and it's honestly, uh, I, I put in my review, this gives no meaning to the word, the word, Breathtaking the animation in this film was fantastic. Tyler, you were complaining before about the animation in The Little Prince, uh, I believe two weeks ago.
3: The Little Prince was (laughs) amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, 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 Nick, the the, the moment you see the animation in this film, especially that opening scene,
2: It'll blow you away.
0: It will just, it will just make you wonder, how could they do this? Like, uh, with stop motion, like, just how much time it had to take them to make that water look so lifelike.
2: No, the the animation, like, out of all the movies, it's the most impressive animation. Probably the, the some of the best animation I've seen in any movie ever, especially if you consider how much work went into making it. Like, it's it's astounding.
0: Did, uh, did you see the movie in 3D by chance? Because I know for, like, Coraline and Box Trolls, the, those looked
2: fantastic in 3D, and I... I did not know. I can definitely see how the 3D was applied in certain scenes, just because of how they're they're shot. But no, I I saw it in plain 2D. Have
0: to venture out to see that. But I mean, uh, yeah, uh, this stars uh, Charlies Thrill and Matthew McConaughey, Art Parkinson, and uh, Ralph Fiennes.
2: Ray
1: Fiennes. Ray, Ray Fiennes. Fiennes. Come on, you know this.
0: Ralph. Ralph. Or <laughs> Ralph. I thought Matthew McConaughey gave a great performance. I actually didn't. It didn't click in my head that that was Matthew
2: McConaughey. That's because you don't watch trailers. Well, no, but did you? He well, was. Not- he was good, though. He gave like he doesn't often do vocal performances like this, and it was. I'm trying to think of how how best to describe it. It was very varied. Like it, it had a good like range to it. It didn't sound
0: like Matthew McConaughey. It wasn't his standard one note. It wasn't Kevin note. Hart sounding like Kevin Hart.
2: <laughs> no, he, he didn't imagine? say, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> During the movie, any point, I don't think.
1: <laughs> it's a first in a while.
2: <laughs> yeah, then we even have, who is it? George Takai had a small role in this movie as well. Yeah. But he's kind of fun to see him in there for a moment.
0: Yeah, a, a moment. I mean, you have uh, Rooney Mara as well, playing the voice of the sisters. which yeah. I thought she was kind of unrecognizable. I mean, most yep. people in this movie, you wouldn't say, "Oh, that's Charlie's throne." Oh, that's uh, Ray Fines. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. I mean, m- maybe Ray Fines a little bit, but not.
1: Oh, see, I thought Sh- Shirley's throne was more identifiable than Ray Fine's. It could be because I've known for a while that it was her.
0: Yeah, I, I I didn't know anybody. I in thought this it cast. sounded like her. It
1: sounded we... like her in Mad Max. That's like that's what I kept seeing in my head was her running around with black tar all over her head.
2: <laughs> black tar and a mechanical arm. <laughs> yes. But no, this this movie is, you know, fantastic. Like, the animation is definitely the biggest part of this movie, and it's why it needs to be seen. The story is also, it's kind of like a... I don't know, is, is there a base for this story, or is it completely It's original? an original. It's, it's, it's an original, from which, from which is understood. another
0: reason why you should love these films that like us uh, producing other than C- coraline yep they've done all original stories i believe i
1: believe that's correct
2: it's original it's kind of based it's kind of like japanese folklore mm-hmm. sort of it's kind of what they were going for but the story itself is is you know very good voice acting is great um, like the animation is definitely why you absolutely have to see this movie but it does have a surprising amount of heart and it has more humor than i expected Like, usually when we get kind of one of these more artistic animated films, you kind of think that they might sacrifice humor to just kind of have the drama and the action and things. But they really actually kept the humor pretty intact throughout the whole movie, which was nice to see.
0: You You thought the movie was funny?
2: It definitely had its funny moments, especially closer to the first half of the movie. Like, it's not, you know overly funny. It's not a comedy, that's for sure, but it definitely has enough humor in it where it kind of offsets the more dark and dramatic scenes.
0: And for me, that's... Uh, I, I guess I didn't, th- didn't think it was that funny. I thought it was just... I, I, don't I think, think some I of keep the going... scenes
2: with Monkey were in, the be- in the beginning section were pretty funny with Monkey and Beetle.
1: Yeah.
0: I had a smile on my face, but I'm not sure if that's because I was enjoying the movie or if I was enjoying... The I, I don't know I, 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 funny okay. to me might be a strong word but I, I do see where you're coming from. To me I didn't laugh but yeah, I don't laugh at much of anything apparently anymore
2: See my, my only gripe about this movie and I don't even like saying it like the movie obviously took forever to make and it doesn't make nearly as much money as it should the movie should have been about 20 minutes longer just to develop the adventure part of the movie more because it felt, it felt definitely very rushed with how it went along and I like if it had been a longer movie, I think it would have been close to perfect, but I understand that they don't have the budget or the time to always do that, so for what they did, it's fantastic, but if I could change anything, I would just wish it was a little bit longer of a movie.
1: It takes one week to make 4.8 seconds of that film, from what yes, I think I just I, read. So, I yeah. mean, it already took them five years, and it is actually officially the longest stop motion movie ever, by a minute. it you be by one minute. But I, I do agree that there's enough things that you could add in to make it just a little more full, um, well-rounded. But it's there's, still, it's movie
0: still a very The movie could easily been an epic. It could have easily been a three-hour-long movie. But I'm not going to wish that upon these animators to do that. No. I, Ten
2: years of their life down the train <laughs> for just a meager box office opening, losing the Suicide Squad. No. All those poor guys.
0: Sad. Well, I, I don't think... I mean, the, the movie... I, I don't know how they did the trailers. Did they advertise this as... Taking place in Japan because if you do that, that's already going to yeah. airline at some of your American box office. Not
1: really. Um, I mean, they.
2: It, from... Kung Fu Panda takes place in
0: Japan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, but, that, but that's with an no, animated uh-huh. panda. Jack
2: Black, it, Seth Rogen, and Angelina Jolie, though.
1: <laughs> they didn't really advertise that it was Japanese. I mean, the name Kubo is, I mean, pretty foreign. To
2: Americans. name him, like, Kevin. Yeah, I was going to say, it should be <laughs> Kevin the 2 everybody would have went to see it. Right. <laughs> Charlie. Yes, Charlie. No, there would be some issues with the Peanuts movie, I think, with that yeah. one.
1: <laughs> Kevin would confuse the Ghostbusters fans. <laughs> or the Carl. Up fans. I was going to say, I just washed Up the other day.
0: <laughs> oh, thank I want this movie to open so many doors. I kind of want this movie to be nominated for Best Animated Feature at the moment based on what we've seen this year. I don't think that's going to be an issue. Winning might be a little tough based on...
2: Zootopia. Well, well oh, I th- I right, think Zootopia. Yeah, I think it's the strongest contender to go against Zootopia, but I don't think it'll win.
0: Well, and the, the, the issue with that is Disney has so much money that they can throw at the Academy and say, here... Go watch this movie, and like is this little tiny company that doesn't have that. They no. don't make sequels. They don't do those kind of things. They make original stories, and not that Zootopia is not original, and not that I don't love that movie, but something that, like this film that's so unique, and it's just not being seen. It's just frustrating.
2: It's just like a Studio Ghibli film pretty much. Maybe a little bit more, definitely a little bit more approachable than a Ghibli film, but it's just like, you know, The Wind Rises or...
0: We saw The Wind Rises at, like, there were people at our theater for that. I mean, there weren't that many people at our Kubo screening, and we went to
2: at 2 o'clock on the we,
1: side. Were, we were in the Dell's and it was kind of sort of nice out there's pe- lots of other things for people to do there fine
2: Dells is- I, I would say okay I went to the the fall, Falls Theater which is a small theater they're showing Kubo at all their showings right now and it was about a half full theater at 7 o'clock with kids and that, that was still a pretty sizable audience I'm hoping it keeps up I'm definitely going to go see it again because I do want to support this movie but yeah it's not going to get Disney numbers no,
0: I, I want to see it again, I want to see it in 3D, I want to see how that animation looks, because I know, once again, Coraline, they purposely made that movie for 3D, mm-hmm. hoping that this one kind of does the same thing, but yeah, I, I, my rating's going to be see it, I think everyone should see this movie, it is a Definitely. little dark for a kid's movie, so be a little cautious if you're going to take kids to mm-hmm. it, Yeah, because uh, it is. it does go down some dark Places.
1: We had some itty bitty kids in that theater. Well, I mean, Coraline went very dark.
0: Coraline terrifies <laughs> me. I have a huge thing with eyes in movies, and once you sew the buttons into the eyes, I'm done. I, I don't want to watch it.
2: <laughs> See, okay, and for me, comparing this to the other films, having seen Paranorman, Coraline, and Kubo now, I do, like, I think the Kubo is the best animation by far that they've done. I do like the story of Coraline more than all the other movies they've done. I think it's just a really well-balanced story. But Kubo does have the best animation they put out so far, and probably the next best story. I think it's a little better than Paranorman, and probably better than the Box Trolls, from what I've heard about the Box Trolls. I love Box Trolls. I mean,
0: Box Trolls is the opposite of this movie. That's a funny kids' movie. There's not really anything dark in that movie, um, but I, I personally love Box Trolls. Coraline was a Neil Gaiman property, and Neil Gaiman and it goes down some incredibly dark places in his work. Genius, but very dark. Megan, did you give your rating?
1: Oh, I say see it. Nick, you're going to go see it?
3: I will. I, I did plan on seeing it. I, With moving this weekend, I just did not have time. Yeah. Everyone go see it and support it. See it, support go, it. Go two times.
2: And
1: we are six for six for our C's this weekend. A. <laughs> Woo. Or seven for seven, I guess, technically, because we throw in the Ben-Hur.
2: I, I think Andy would probably give it a seat as well. I think he saw it, but he's, you know, too sick and throw-uppy to talk right now. So. Aww. I'm sure he'd give it a seat, though. I'll double-check with him, though, when I see him next. Skip it! <laughs> I hated it. Let it burn! <laughs> I hate Japan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's that, coming though. from Andy, ever. No.
0: All right, we're going to move into our top five, which is top five non-traditional animated films. So we'll play a clip here from Kubo, and then we're going to move into our top five. You're growing stronger.
2: You might not want to look quite so pleased about that. We grow stronger.
1: The world grows more dangerous. Life has a funny way of keeping things balanced. Monkey, do you ever say anything encouraging?
2: I encourage you not to die
0: top five uh, top five non-traditional animated films so basically not it it can be any movie as long as it's not saw drawn animation if you do have rotoscoping that's fine
2: I don't oh. know. Rotoscoping? I forgot about that. Rotoscoping? I
1: include that.
0: So, I mean, it's... Rotoscoping is basically they film live action and then they take those... Uh, the film cells and they actually animate on the film cells. So a like scanner cla- darkly. like,
2: classic color original Hollywood films they used to paint with, like, colored pencils?
0: Kinda. It, kind of. Kind of. I mean, th- that was more, like, color, but this this is actually their, they're giving it kind of a... Like, make it sort a Scanner Darkly, which is this drug movie, a very trippy feel. They, or, like,
1: outline the the people so they almost look like they're comic booky. Or you
0: could go to, like, or, Ralph Bashy's The Lord of the Rings, yeah. which was just, hey, we don't have the money to do this, but we can have the money to get five people in a soundstage and just trace over their movements. Right. So, uh, I don't have any real scoping. I, I couldn't justify putting in, in the end of my list, uh, but I'll start really quick with my number five. Uh, my number five, the Peanuts movie, a uh, fantastically moving film, and the style is—I mean, it's—it's it's not animated. It's not like your old a Charlie Brown Christmas movie. It's just very different, but still captures the. The heart and the soul of the Peanuts comics by Schultz. So, at least I felt. and I I love that movie. Peanuts movie, number five.
1: Alright, my number five, we've actually talked about a little bit already, um, Box Trolls. The... Stop motion always just... It's always amazing to me what they can manage to do um, with stop motion animation. And Box Trolls was... Just it was so much fun, and it was gorgeous to watch. And make sure you stay through the credits. And stay through the credits because there's a joke. But they also let you watch a little bit of how they do the work, um, and it's just absolutely fascinating. So that's my number five. But the fantastic joke. Well, yeah,
3: but my number five is the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm Hmm. Um, I actually like this movie a lot more than I thought I was going to. How many times Um, have you seen it? I've seen it twice. Okay. Yeah, uh, we had it on at my house. Um, I was going to, you know, go upstairs and play video games. I was like, okay, I'll just give this movie a shot. And I was totally engaged. Uh, I I loved it. Uh, I thought it was incredible. Loved the animation, loved the storyline, loved the voice actors. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a lot better than I thought it was going to be.
2: Yeah, and all the censored swearing in it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. If if you want to, I have the Blu-ray Criterion, which has all of the features you can I have the Blu-ray one. as well. This is it the Criterion. Maybe. Okay, I'll have to, we'll have to compare. But uh, my number five, I chose, is the South Park movie.
1: We blame the government, or blame society,
0: or should we blame the images on TV? No!
1: Blame Canada! Blame Canada! With all their beady little eyes, and clapping heads so full of lies! Blame Canada! Blame Canada! We need to form a full assault! I was
2: trying to mix up my animation styles, and so this blame one is kind of like a paper cutout style animation from the 90s. And South Park movie is one of those movies that's incredibly vulgar, but it has a whole lot to say. And I watched it when I was a little bit too young because my dad's best <laughs> friend loves South Park, so uh, my number five is the South Park movie. I think it's a a really interesting movie to watch, if you're old enough though. And a great movie. in Canada.
1: I was yes. only I don't know 10, 12 ish when I
2: watched it. I think it. that's around when I when I was yeah. I was maybe eleven or twelve. Yeah, it's it's
1: fine. It depends on the. the person. I, I, I
0: am not I I'm not going to say that because I taught kids who were that age and they would.
1: I said it depends on the person.
0: in saying things and talking about movies that they should not be watching, and it uh, made me feel uncomfortable to talk We're about those movies Canada. with them. Uh, in Canada. <laughs> my number four, everything is awesome, the Lego Movie. Oh,
2: I, I completely uh, forgot about that.
0: Me too. Uh, I mean, it, it kinda, I
3: didn't.
2: <laughs>
0: when I first saw the movie, I could have sworn it was basically stopped. Uh, motion, just because of how much the Legos move like
1: Legos. We've talked about this. We 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 talked about it with a friend of mine who was an animation animation major in college. Um, And what they did was they started with stop motion and then they went to a computer generated stop motion kind of, where they still used all of the exact specs for the bricks, so that all of the characters and all of the settings were all actually, like, what the they would look like with actual brick, but then the computer animated them. So, it's still, it's a really cool thing. But it's that kind of combination animation.
0: I loved this movie. Uh, And I'm incredibly excited to see the Lego Batman movie, which we'll be talking about next year in Lego Ninjago or whatever. I don't care about that. But (laughs) Lego movie, fantastic. Everyone go watch it.
2: Yes.
1: Uh, my number four is going to be the Polar Express.
3: Well, you coming? Where? Why to the North Pole, of course! This is the Polar Express!
2: The North Pole? I see. Hold this, please. Thank you.
3: Is this you? Yeah. Well, it says here, no photo with the department store Santa this year, no letter to Santa, and you made your sister put out the milk and cookies. Mm-mm. Sounds to me like this is your crucial year. If I were you, I would think about climbing
1: on board. While the faces <laughs> are really creepy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just stare uh, you <laughs> with this. <sedan. laughs> Non blinking soulless eyes. (laughs) Yes.
1: This was 2004, and they did this motion capture animation that they. was still a relatively new process. For lack of a better word. They still haven't Um, figured it out. uh, They're still working on it. You know, it's still making movements towards getting it right. But it was the first thing where, like, you could tell that it was actually a person that had actually influenced the the exact movements. Yes, the eyes don't blink and they're creepy and weird because eyes are hard anyway. But then to do them in stop motion. But it's a fun movie. It's, you know, it's based on a book, but whatever. But the actual animation of it is really, really cool to watch. Did you see Tintin? Tin? Yeah, okay, I did, cause, cause that's, but I saw it like... The technology further. Well, yeah, but that was also seven years later. Well no, yeah, but it's the same stuff. Well, that's fine. I just didn't really care we, we, for we Tintin. Say
2: Marvel's been doing it pretty well with their. Oh yeah, Hulk. With Go watch Hulk.
1: True, but I said this was the first one we no. could really tell that it was Beowulf. It was two thousand eight, nine. Did it come out oh, really? Oh, geez Yeah, this is two thousand four. Cool. We're looking at twelve years ago.
0: Yes. Look, look, I like the Polar Express I just think that that technology is timely, a
1: little creepy And it's it's very dated now Because technology advances so quickly But for the time That was great Creepy but great
3: Creepy right. Tom Hanks was amazing
1: Yes, moving on
3: I got that
0: stupid hot chocolate song stuck in my head Good
3: uh, My number four is The Incredibles One of my favorite animated movies by far it has such an amazing story, great values and morals, great action, great comedy, great plot, and it's taken them so long to make a sequel. But when that sequel will finally come out, I will be so thankful because it's been way too long. So long. Yeah.
0: As long as it's good. Yeah. Right.
3: It, I, it will be good. I, I would, I would bet money on it.
2: Cars, I, two. I, no, Cars, two. Cars 2. Nobody bet money on Cars not 2. Nobody wanted Cars 2. Cars 1 was already too pop culture heavy that... That's true. It doesn't stand up as a classic, and Cars 2 just went too far. I, I will say a disclaimer now, I did ignore a lot of Pixar movies just to go with more... Uh, kind of different types of animation. Uh, so my number four I picked is Chicken Run.
1: Uh,
2: Chicken Run is one of those movies I haven't seen in quite a while, but I remember watching it a lot as a kid. And the claymation in that movie Very is phenomenal. Good. Like I never really grew up with like Wallace and Gromit or anything like some people did, yeah. but growing up with Chicken Run, you know, fantastic movie and the animation is great. You know, go check that out. That's my number four.
0: I haven't seen that movie in ages. I remember liking it. I think. You should have liked it. I remember not liking it. I like Wallace and Gromit. I didn't care. But I know I don't... Okay, anyway. uh, My number three has already been mentioned. It's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yay. So, yeah. uh, Great. Uh, Is is this stop motion or is this puppets? I don't... Stop motion. Stop motion? Stop motion, yeah. Stop motion, yeah. Yeah, Wes Anderson. Great movie. I've only seen it once, sadly, but it's uh, very well animated, very funny and
1: yeah, yeah should
0: everybody should check that out.
1: All right, um my number 3 is actually a short. It's not a full-length movie. You cheated. I did. <laughs> but it's also the only thing that I've found that was actually made in this style. Officially made in this style. Um and it's Paperman, the short from Disney. That it's made in a vector raster drawing 2D 3D combo. So, the process in which they made it is not standard cell animation, but it's also not typical CGI. You're you, 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 you cheating here. I don't <laughs> care.
3: <You're> not cheating. <laughs> it's my list. I'm,
1: I'm justifying I, I like it the cheat.
3: way I want This is a good cheat.
1: <laughs> no, I, I love Paper Man. And it's an, ador- it's an adorable You hate Paper story. Man,
3: don't you, John? Don't no, you, John? No, no, Paper Man is. So but you hate America, too. Yep. I know he hates America. And love. Too. But you don't like the Pie. Puppies. <laughs> and I comes?
1: want a puppy. Charlie. No, I don't want well Charlie was cute, but I don't want him to have the name Charlie. That's my number three. And I'm sticking with it, so
3: Alright, number three, uh Toy Story Three. Um, number three, yep. It kinda mm-hmm. fit. Toy Story Three, number three. I mean it, it easily could've gone to any of the Toy Stories, but uh Toy Story Three, I felt, came out at a really good time. You know, kinda growing up. Uh, I mean I had my own Woody character. My brother had Buzz Lightyear. Um, And then that ending scene where it's time for Andy to get rid of his toys. I was probably at about that age where, you know, you're starting to move on in life and you don't really play with your toys anymore. However, they still hold like a very strong and important spot in your heart because that was a part of who you were growing up. Uh, So, I mean, Toy Story 3 is by... I wouldn't say by far my favorite Out of the group, but it is still my favorite. Uh, So it definitely has to have a spot on my list.
2: Alright, and my number three has already been said, but it's fantastic, Mr. Fox. Um, This movie is essentially an adult stop motion animated film that's censored just enough to be able to be put out as a kids' movie and it's got Wes Anderson's humor and his style, and I absolutely love it. I own the Criterion Collection version of it, which you should buy. It's a a great collection.
0: Number two, How to Train Your Dragon 2. Dragons.
2: Oh, He's beautiful. Oh, Oh, I've never seen a Night Fury this close. He might very well be the last of his kind. And look! He's your age! Wow! Oh, no wonder you get along so well! Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unretractable teeth! Incredible! How did you manage? I found him in the woods. He was shot down and wounded.
1: Mm. And what
0: of this? Did Drago or his trappers do this too? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... Crazy thing is I'm actually the one who shot him down. Hey, it's it's okay though. He got me back. Right, bud? You couldn't
1: save all of me, could you? You just had to make it even. So Peg
3: leg!
0: I just realized it's up my number two spot and it's number two. But uh, I love this movie, love this franchise. I think I could call it a franchise. It's breathtaking 3D animation. It just. It just is meant to be seen on a big screen in 3D, the biggest screen possible. And the story itself is incredibly moving. I was in tears by the end of this movie, and it's just a fantastic kids' movie. And I want them to make the third one so badly, but the they might not because it didn't make enough money but guys really I'm sure they would I, I want them to so bad so bad
3: sure TV shows it might just take don't stack up a year or two longer than the than the sequel but it, I'm it, sure they will yeah
2: if they announce five more Kung Fu Panda movies they're gonna get a third How to Train Your Dragon <laughs> like it's a given
0: <sighs> I really want the How to Train Your Dragon 3 but uh yeah number two How to Train Your Dragon 2
1: alright my number two is another stop motion um Coraline For as creepy as the eyes are, it is a really good movie. Um, And it's just dark enough that it really holds my attention and
0: my interest. Directed by Henry Selleck, I believe, who directed The Nightmare Before Christmas.
3: That does not surprise me in the least. Nope. (laughs) I I, want to see Coraline again, because the first time I saw it... At that point in my life, I was dating a girl who was obsessed with Coraline, and I feel like she partially ruined it for me, because like every ten minutes in the movie, she was like, isn't this amazing? And I was like, well, I'm trying to get into it, but you keep on interrupting me. Shout out to you, you know who you are, if for some odd reason you're listening to this podcast. But um, I definitely want to see that movie again, but it it was, from what I remember, I did like it, I just want to definitely rewatch it again
0: she was like me during the avengers when i saw that with me again i'm like
1: this is great this is great (laughs) i'm like shut up i've watched it already but i need to watch it again
3: my number two has already also been said it's the lego movie um how it did not win best animated get nominated even (laughs) yeah didn't even nominated that's a joke who won that year? Was it? I think it was. I think it was Frozen, Brave. Wasn't was it Frozen? Oh no! Which year was
0: it? Oh, that would have been Frozen. I think. I think Frozen beat it. Um, yeah, it
3: was which is disgusting.
0: The... Frozen yeah. was a good movie.
3: Frozen was an okay movie, but any, yeah, Lego, oh the Lego movie, it at least needed to be nominated. I mean, it won Best Animated or Song. Best original song. Best original song for everything is awesome but uh, it deserves so much more than that. The animation is fantastic. Oh, the story is brilliant. Uh, it's, it deserves so much more. So that's my number two. Mm. Alright, my number
2: two also goes to Coraline. You know, fantastic stop motion. Really, really love the story for Coraline. I need, to, I need to buy it. I think it's been on Netflix for so long that I just never got around to buying it, but it's mm. on my list. It's a need to buy. Just and
0: wait till Black Friday. Uh, Amazon the past couple years has had the Leica films on Blu-ray uh, as part of their lightning deals.
2: I, well, I was looking online, and there is a three-pack region free, but it's like $30. So that has box Trolls, Paranorman, and Coraline. I,
0: I, I'm telling you to wait. I bought it for like I'll, $6. Bucks. I'll wait
2: i will wait. I'll wait, I promise. I'm but, gonna uh, irritate everybody Coraline. just
1: a little bit, going back to what beat the Lego movie oh. that wasn't nominated. It was Big Hero 6. It was the year after Frozen.
2: So Big Hero 6 was the same year as Lego movie? Yeah,
1: they both came out in 2014.
2: So Big Hero 6 one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay with that no. I, <laughs> I still would have preferred Lego Movie, but I, I guess. I would have, yeah, I would have. In terms of classic stories, Big Hero 6 is a lot more of a family friendly, wholesome movie in a way. I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, Lego Movie has a lot of really well done, immature humor, but immature humor isn't usually what helps when deciding which film is Oscar worthy. Right. That's true. So.
0: Is it... No. I hate immature no. humor. There's no immature humor in the Lego movie. Oh, There's, yeah.
2: Yeah, no, none ever. The Fly and Freeman Lego isn't <laughs> immature humor at all.
0: I love the Lego movie, which is so I weird because I. Was... I love the
2: Lego movie. But like, big I don't want to
0: watch it now. Big Hero 6 was just as. a, a great, bland movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> those mm. two go together. Alright, my number one the best Pixar movie, Inside Out. It's right, Inside Out. I went their Best Pixar movie. Oh, uh, maybe
3: I don't know. I don't think so, though. It's, it's, it's so what, hard to decide a best one.
0: For me, it's the one that had the most emotional umph to it, and the the the, the score is fantastic. The animation is fantastic. Everything in this movie is fantastic. Four-star movie. Perfect movie.
2: Uh, Bing Bong was kind of a cheap part of the movie. I thought no, it wasn't. I Bing think Bong so. was
0: amazing.
2: He was kind of the cheap emotional punch, but you know, I don't know. That's just so me. Was, I need so to watch was it
0: again. Andy leaving the toys. That's meant to make you cry.
2: Yeah, but that's been built up since the original. Bing Bong was just an imagined character. Wait, that everybody that had imagined Bing Bong and was, and was a really, solid no. character. Andy. <laughs> Did you just call me Andy. Huh? <laughs> did I? Did I? Yeah, can <laughs> gonna put the, I'm gonna put the beers in you, Nick, and let you
0: cry some more about ping pong All right, number one.
1: All right, my number one. I'm actually going back a whole 52 years for mine, and it's 1964's Christmas classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> because it was 1964 kind of and it's choice. stop motion, and it's still we all still watch that every Christmas. I mean, or you've at least seen it more than once. Every person has seen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Classic and is status. aware of what it is, and it's lasted for that long. It and it's it's still terribly mention. animated because it's fifty-two years old. But for that time, it's great. I don't think it's terribly animated. I think that I'll think watch it again. I, we have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> I, <laughs> I watched know. it this past year. I know. <laughs> I think that the compared to uh, where we're at now, it's terrible. But for nineteen sixty-four, it's amazing. Their
0: size ratio changes constantly, but. Other than that, yeah, I love them mouths most. are closed
1: while they speak it's, multiple it times. Was for TV. I mean you can't I know. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's that it's fifty two years ago. It's that's yeah. for what it the is, time, it's, fantastic. it's fantastic. fantastic. For now, eh, whatever. But kids
0: still everyone still watches it, so
1: Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. Okay. All right, moving on. Nick
0: My number, number one,
3: one, one is one of my favorite movies ever made. And it's a movie. That like nobody has ever seen. Uh, it's a town called Panic.
2: Bientôt au cinema
3: pour un spectacle décoiffant. It's a claymation. Um, it's also in French, but it is one of the most hilarious movies you'll ever see.
1: Watched that in high school. I
3: think. It's so it's so good. Oh my gosh! I remember my dad took my brother and I, and then on the way, like my brother and I had never heard of this movie. He was like, "Hey, we're gonna go see a movie." We're like, "Oh, okay, cool." So we hop in the car. He was like, "Oh, by the way, it might be in claymation." I'm like, "Oh, interesting." He was like, "Oh, and another thing, it also might not be in English." I'm like <laughs> maybe. Oh, okay, but oh my gosh, we had such an amazing time. And we own it. It's it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, and it's so strange. When people ask me like what it's about, I like can't even tell them. You just you just have to watch it to find out. I need to see it still. Yeah, it's it's so funny.
0: It's on my list. I definitely need to
2: see it.
1: All right, Tyler.
0: All
2: right, my number one. It wasn't on my top five list. I think like Andy had it, but the first Toy Story. I think the the first Toy Story really kicked off um, computer animation you know, as mm-hmm. an art form, and really, like, made people realize that this can be something impressive and popular. And, you know, such a fantastic movie. We've already praised it so many times. But I think it does stand as an important point in terms of computer animation that we had to recognize that that's, I think, really when it people realized this was going to become the future was the first Toy Story. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's my number one.
0: Good choice. Does anybody have honorable mentions? Uh, I do. I have... Uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Coraline, and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer also did make my honorable mentions.
1: Um, I had uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Fantastic Mr. Fox, um, How to Train Your Dragon, Incredibles Toy Story.
2: See, I could go through a bunch of good DreamWorks films and some Pixar ones, but I won't waste time. There's nothing really unique that's not, you know, already been talked about
3: at some point or another. No, I I didn't have any honorable mentions. There'd be a huge list if I did.
0: Alright, next week's show, we are going to be taking a look at the new horror movie, Don't Breathe, which is apparently terrifying audiences everywhere already. Hands of Stone, the new boxing movie, which stars Robert De Niro and... And Usher <laughs> and
2: other... So are we going
1: to get bad
0: De
2: Niro or good De Niro for this one? Um, <laughs> It's rough good It's
1: rough to bad, tell bad. He did good an interview the other day That I lately, watched so. it was,
0: well, Page, It's paycheck De Niro Oh dang it okay. See I
1: don't know I can almost see him putting in a little bit more effort On this one because he, he was He needs money
0: for his restaurant I
1: understand that but he, he sounded at least a little passionate about this Because it is based on the people that they based Raging Bull on
2: so wait, he, he has a restaurant now? Oh yeah. He's
1: had, he's had one for
2: a while now. Is he York. turning into his Raging Bull character where he's just delivering per stand-up performances?
0: Yes. Confession, I have never seen Raging Bull. <laughs> oh. I will try to watch it as homework um, for next week.
2: Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, you, you should see that before
3: we get to the next week. I, I
0: saw Grudge Match. No.
3: <laughs> no. Yeah, I've seen that too. That doesn't but count. disgusting.
0: <laughs> it's terribly fun. No <laughs> That's
2: a good like plot line, It's terribly fun. It's terribly terrible. <laughs> okay, well, I uh, have fun
0: with it. Um
2: kind of like Good Kill or whatever, that was the other one with both of them in it. Batino De Niro Oh like, uh, good, uh, no, ra- ra- righteous, ra- righteous Kill. kill. Righteous yeah. right, Kill? Oh, that was a bad one. I never saw it. <laughs> that was a stinker.
0: Um uh, we're also gonna take a look at South Side with You, the new romantic drama. I really don't know what drama it's not really a document. It's not a document. Yeah, whatever. Uh, about uh, Michelle and Brock's first date.
1: Hence the docudrama.
0: Fine. Um, and then uh, Floyd Norman, An Animated Life, which is about the first African American to work for, uh, African American animator to work for the Walt Disney Company. Uh, me being a big uh, f- fan of Disney history, I'm really excited to look into that. Uh, top five for next week is going to be most anticipated movies of fall 2016. So th- that will go f- uh, from September to the end of November, leaving out, of course, December. Because nobody cares about December.
1: Yeah, terrible month. Uh,
0: reviews coming up on the site are going to be uh, Anthrop- Anthropod and Anthrop-
1: Poid. He's tried for a week straight to actually say this correctly, and every single time he messes it up.
0: I'm thinking of pod people. They're not pod people. I know. I
1: didn't know. I didn't know what I was walking into when I saw this movie. I told you what you were walking into before we saw this movie.
0: Uh, Imperium is also going to appear, which is the new Daniel Radcliffe movie, and uh, War Dogs is also going to get some uh, hopefully love on the site. So. Uh, we never did go over introductions at the beginning so we will definitely go over outro this has been Filmology today Uh, I've been joined with Megan Hampson
3: Nick Winninger and the Average Man Review Tyler and Follower of Film
0: and we will see you guys
2: all next week enjoy your week in film see ya
3: bye guys Bye. bye